Hello, friend, and welcome back to the show. This week, I have such a special episode for you. I was blessed to interview my spiritual coach, Miranda Wendler. Miranda is a wife to Fred and mama to four world changers, ages 20, 8, 7, and 5 years old. At 12 years old, Miranda's eyes were opened to the unseen realm after reading a book by Frank Peretti, The Present Darkness. And since then, through many ups and downs, she has been on a journey of partnering with heaven to receive all that Jesus died for. As a spiritual breakthrough coach, Miranda helps women walk through their own breakthrough and transformation. In this episode, Miranda and I are talking about the importance of community. Too often, estranged moms hide in isolation without getting the proper support. Ask me how I know. And even beyond getting the right support from an estrangement coach or a specialized therapist, beyond that, we need to be in community with like-minded women who are walking on a similar path. This is so healing, affirming, and important. In this episode, Miranda and I are digging into the value of vulnerability, the power of community. We're being transparent about insecurity, fear of rejection, and how God works to heal our deepest soul wounds. If this episode resonates with you and you find yourself feeling like you want to get into community with like-minded women, I invite you to join me in my free Facebook community for Christian estranged moms. Go to estrangedmoms.community to join us. Okay, let's talk about vulnerability, support, and being in community. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hey, Miranda. Thank you so much for being with us today. I always look forward to visiting with you, and I know that you bring so much goodness to our listeners. And I wanted to chat with you about ideas around stepping into who we fully are, being part of a community. And of course, I want to talk about anything else that God puts on your heart. So thank you so much, first of all, for being here. 
Thank you, Jenny. I'm so honored to be on the, your podcast again. And just, I love talking to you even before you hit record. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's already on the move. So Lord, we just thank you for hearts being prepared right now for the word and just words that you have. Let them land in their hearts of your listeners, of the women that need to hear a word in season, Lord. We just ask you to bless Jenny and my lips, please. In Jesus name. Yeah. Yes. And amen. So I know right before we hit record, you and I were sort of talking about fully coming, becoming ourselves and stepping into who we are. And that sometimes that's scary and we feel like we need to hide from that. Right. Um, especially I think when we're in periods of transition, because I think God can call us out of our shell mm -hmm. and help us become more fully who we are in those transition periods, but it can also be really scary going that on our own. So. I'm wondering how has community helped you or maybe even the women that you work with become more fully themselves? Wow, Jenny, that's a great question. And you know how you even said the word hiding. I, I have to go with the spirit. You know what I mean? We say, Holy Spirit, come. And then when he comes, I'm like, wait, do you want me to share that picture? <laughs> I just have to say, because it might be for one of me or you, but it's for some uh, a woman. I feel like there's a picture the Lord showing me of a, a woman um, wow. Hiding in the dark, almost curled up like a ball. Um, and, and like really having in a way fear and not so much your friend, but fear holding you back from really embracing, um, a community and stepping out of your comfort zone. And oh my goodness, comfort zones. Sometimes they can just become prisons. You know what I'm saying? Like not yeah. cool. Um, so whoever this vision is for, or whoever the Lord's showing, um, me, that's who you are. I just want to speak to your heart right now and just say the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord is your uh, warrior. He goes before you, surrounds you, and it comes behind you. He did not cause those tra that trauma and those things to happen, but he's calling you out, daughter. Like the Lord, his voice right now, this, this is just going to speak to some heart and he is calling you out from the darkness into the light. He has so much waiting for you. Yes. Um, I want to just release that blessing and word because I could keep going on that, but I feel like Holy Spirit's going to take care of business. Um, but that picture is super in my mind now. So we bless you, whoever that is in Jesus yeah. name. Wow. Um, so of course I'm, I'm trying to remember the question about fully becoming ourselves, embracing community. I feel like, well, we're made for it, Jenny, but it's so powerful. And I love when you said fully becoming ourselves, because can all of us show up and be present when there's the, I love it. I love my family. I value family. I homeschool our children, more businesses, all that working on marriage, right. And honoring and stewarding the things God given, has given me, but can I fully really, uh, address things, a holding me back inside or fully become myself. If I kind of keep in my, and hear this clearly, you guys don't um, take this out of context, keep in my, I guess, comfort zone of my home and not step out in to explore other things like, how, how about this? We can fully become ourselves in community. Amen. But there are things waiting for us that God wants to heal like triggers. Have you, I mean, have you ever been triggered before? Is this resonating? Like the triggers? Oh yeah. Oh right yeah. Now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I like think we're I, all nodding our heads. Like, yes, I so get this. Because I love um, people and, and I had times I didn't love people and, and certain women and how God works on rebuilding trust with people. And isn't that the big, I think just landing on this right now, stepping out into community and embracing community and fully becoming ourselves, man, doesn't it start with 
do, can I trust this person? Can I trust who, who God's placed in front of me or who I've chosen to be around? Can I trust? And yeah. with the trust getting healing, more think doors open, more things come to light. Your heart starts healing. Right. So I'm not sure if that addresses your question starting out, but that's kind of the direction that I feel led to go in that. Absolutely. And we always want to obey that direction. We want Holy spirit mm-hmm. to lead and he always shows up for us. So has there ever been a time, Miranda, when being in community with other like-minded women had a deep or a profound impact on you personally? Yeah, that's a beautiful question. And even just hearing that, um, again, and just the sound of your voice, of course, the calming sound of your voice, which I love so much, um, God literally started taking me back to these pictures of these women. And you know, when you get a, you know, when you read something or he brings you back to a memory and he shows you how much he is woven inside of dude, I was like thinking about the times I'm going to share how he has used community, which I didn't know I needed so often and me and they say find your tribe and all that I hear I feel like culture and community is more my jam than tribe but mm-hmm. no matter what coming together with people wow so what was coming to my mind with that is yes he has used community at least two times in my life Jenny and I was going through college and I was getting a master's degree and not to mention single parent broken mind broken okay mm-hmm just broken heart really. And I didn't know again that I needed it. And he called like four women to walk alongside of me and just, Oh, just love me for who I was. Love me in my brokenness, call out the gold in me. And I had major self-hatred. So I didn't actually know. How do I say it? I didn't know that self-hatred was there until they started. Like I knew I didn't love myself, but I didn't know that self-hatred was there till they were always like, Oh, Hey, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. And I'm like, wait, I met you like two days ago. Um, <laughs> but the love that, that in sincerity and authenticity, I yeah. felt surrounded. So he has definitely used community, Jenny, like, oh my gosh, the deep impact it left, um, imprints on me and it, and it really followed me into the next, you know, set of relationships he had, because that was a four year, about five year season. And then, you know, we all broke off and went our own ways after we thankfully got to got through college but it left imprints like in a way, um, healing. Oh, women can be trusted. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. The redo on that. Yes. That was good. I have more on that, but I want to hear anything in your heart about that. As you were talking about the college experience, um, I was thinking, wow, I think that's the first time that I really felt in community with a group of women as well was when I moved away from home and went to college and, Prior to that, Miranda, I had always been in this dysfunctional role. I had, uh, my father was terminally ill when I was growing up. And then my mom, I love her. She did the best she could, but Mm -hmm. there was some brokenness in her that caused her to really lean on me after my dad died as almost a decision maker, even though I was only 12 years old when my dad died. And so I had also, of course, attracted friends that needed me to be a protector and the decision maker and the caregiver. And so it wasn't until I moved out and went to the dorm in college about an hour and a half away when I encountered women who poured into me exactly like, you know, you're talking about, they said, Hey, beautiful. And you're like, what are you talking to me? Like, who are you? Um, It was that. And I remember there was a, an instance where my windshield of my car had gotten busted when it was parked. 
And I was like, man, I don't know, you know, I'm going to have to take this into the shop and I needed to go drive home this weekend. And I had like three people just threw me their keys and said, oh, I have nursing clinicals this weekend. You can take my car. And that sounds like such a simple thing. But I was like moved almost to tears because for the first time in my life, there were these people who were my age, people who were like me, and they were pouring into me and saying, here, let me help you instead of the other way around. So that came up for me as you were talking. Mm -hmm. And I, I just think that's so important because when we look at other women in some way or another, we're seeing a mirror of ourselves. And so when they mirror back that we have worth, Yes. And that we are beautiful and that we are loved. That is a profound lesson and experience for us, I think. It's so beautiful. There is like priceless lessons in community and healing. And it's so neat that we had a similar experience because I know we're not alone. I know women listening yeah. like, oh, that was the Lord bringing those relationships. Um, but it was interesting how you said like, almost like, you know, leave and cleave, you left home and all of a sudden it's like, yes, God brought healers around you, like women around you that bless you, but isn't it neat to, like you said, know your worth and, um, understand your identity and know your worth better because, oh, it's so beautiful. Lord. Well, what happened, what happened if, and this is a a question for both of us too, you didn't step out and find that community. How much would we miss? And I'm not fear mongering. I'm not, but how much would we miss? Yeah. I can't the lessons learned inside a community like that. And yes. And another time, you asked what was deeply impacting. Um, he moved me from that really solid states of relationship with the women. And I was just like, so used to that, um, being surrounded in love and he moved me up North and it's like little emotionally, even thinking how much he's held me. And I didn't realize it at the time. Um, but he brought me back to my hometown and I was like, Oh no, here we go. And he had some cleaning up to do. We had some cleaning up to, I had some of my past to clean up and he literally was like, I was like, why are we going back home, Lord? And he's like, well, I got to take you back to your past to heal your future and to move you forward in your future. And I was like, we, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, but anyway, so he brought me there, he brought me back here. And really again, within a year, um, cause it took a little bit, I was again, just going through a lot of inner healing myself and not knowing which way to turn. And, and he brought me a couple women that surrounded me, we literally built a team, a business together, a network marketing business. And I didn't, again, my worth was so low. I was like, why would they even want to be my friend? Do you see the, oh, do you yeah. see the importance? We are squeezing out the importance of community right now because those nasty lies from the enemy yeah. get confronted when somebody continues to show up and love us. Yes. So good. Mm-hmm. Love always drives out lies, dishonesty, pain, hurt, but we have to open our hands to receive it. Mm. Yeah. So Mm. good. Yes. I know that sometimes blocks can come up for us when we think about being in community with other women. Um, Something I hear a lot from clients is if they have past mother wounds or even daughter wounds. um, Sometimes I hear people say things like, well, you know, I only relate to male friends. I don't really get along with women. And I think that sometimes that's a a lie from the enemy that's meant to block you from that healing that occurs in community. So can you offer our listeners some wisdom around if they feel those blocks or fears coming up, what can they do to move past those? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree, Jenny. And I've heard that too. 
um, mother and father wounds, like even uh, quote unquote God wounds, how we perceive how the father takes care of us or not. And oh my goodness, childhood issues and trauma. Um, and one thing I wrote down in the beginning of our convo was like fear and facing, like feeling the fear and facing it anyway. So I'm going to start out with a lot of times. And even I just heard from a client yesterday, I am afraid you're going to get to know me and use it against me. And I was like, dude, how raw and vulnerable was that right there? How, right. How often does that come up? And I loved hearing that. And I was like, okay, wow. I really place my clients in the Lord's hands. I know I'm a human, you know, but to hear that it reminded me again of a, I've been there before girl. I was thinking I've been there and, and I shared with her, but B it's like the trust factor. So one block that comes up right away, you know, I thought of fear of failure, the yeah. fear of being hurt. How about just that vulnerability? Mm. Isn't that a big word? Vulnerability. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Gosh, what can I um, really trust this person in front of me that a I'm choosing to be in relationship with and, or be God brought alongside of me. Um, and I feel like I don't know if you agree with me and it's okay. Cause you know, a lot of times we just, we just process and we learn stuff, but I really feel like unhealed trauma speaks to us. Like yeah, it's the enemy and it's the lies, but yeah. right. Yes. Unhealed trauma. Yes. Unhealed trauma. So powerful. And it shows up in what the enemy morphs into logical looking ways. It sounds like we're making logical arguments or having, you know, reasonable points. And it's actually, it's actually wound based. It's that unhealed trauma showing up. Yeah. And I love that we can offer your listeners like this shortcut too, by the way. Um, cause it's literally, I didn't know that. So I was held in my, I guess, prison of my mind and my thoughts. And I'm so grateful God brought that community around me because I do not believe I was worthy enough to seek that out. I was basically like, what are they, you know, what agenda with what, what hidden agenda yeah. Where's the hidden agenda there. And again, didn't even know that was there. And that's again, the power of community. So just to share, if, if you're feeling, um, listeners, if you're feeling like the fear of failure or being hurt or vulnerability, or I, or right when we said like trauma speaks and how Jenny just explained that so beautifully, it's important to seek out safe, a safe place, like a safe person to talk to really yeah. seeking out inner healing, talk to a safe and trusted coach, um, somebody that you want to work with Jenny or anybody, any, whoever the Holy spirit leads you to, because there's so much more on the other side of that fear. Um, but a lot of times in all the trauma, a lot of times the Lord's like, I got to clean up the heart. I got to heal the heart before you can really fully step into destiny calling relationship. Um, so uh, just another thing is just being open and honest with those safe people. I mean, do you find a healing Jenny to like, uh, I don't know the other day, I, even with my husband, I was like, listen, I need to put my brain on speakerphone or my heart on speakerphone and, and, and say, I don't feel very loved right now. Yeah. And how important is that? Yes, it's huge. It's, and it's also so much more brave and courageous than what we think it is on the surface. It, it's hard, even when it's a safe person that we're talking to just mm -hmm. to come raw and vulnerable and say, I'm hurting right now, or I'm unsure. I need you to love me right now. That's a powerful sentiment. I know. And it took me a long time to get there, but for anyone listening, who's like, I want to get there. That's okay to like, God brings things before us a lot of times to be like, you can have, 
you know, what you hear, what, what he's placing before you, you can have that kind of, I guess, freedom to speak out. But like when Jenny was talking, fear of rejection comes to mind. I mean, uh, Lord, I just want to ask right now, like Holy spirit, would you start like healing fear of rejection? Yeah. Would you lay the balm of Gilead over the hearts of the listeners listening within the sound yes. and frequency of my voice and Jenny's voice? That fear of rejection needs to go in yeah. Jesus name. There is so much, we've all been accepted into the kingdom before time began. We are daughters and sons of the most high God. And that fear of rejection has no place in the sons and daughters of God. It has no place. So Holy Spirit, would you just start laying the balm of Gilead over hearts, wounds, soul wounds, minds, broken minds, and just ooze out that oil of joy and oil in the balm of Gilead and the rose of Sharon, just start over the hearts right now in Jesus name. I, um, thank you, Jenny, for just allowing me there's, when I said the fear of rejection, I was like, mm, yeah, yeah. We always wow. want to obey and that's so good. And circling back and thank you circling back to like, you know, wisdom of moving past these blocks. I've, I know we've heard it, but feel, feel the fear and do it anyway. Like yeah. you're going to, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to step out. And I, it does feel scary and shaky to step out and see community when you've been wounded or hurt before, but again, pushing through ooh, and just saying yes to heaven and yes to the Lord and, and yes to you. How about we're saying, I'm saying yes to me. Yeah. And I'm for me and it's okay. I give myself permission to step out, even if I'm scared. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so mm-hmm. powerful. Yes. So powerful. And you know, something that came up and this was not even in my, my notes or my awareness to talk about, but something that I feel God just put on my heart was um, later this month is the quote unquote anniversary of the death of my son Zars. And something that I have found is that um, sometimes moms who have a loss and that loss could be a death or that loss could be a divorce, or it could be, you know, any number of things. It could be a prodigal child that's estranged from you or whatever that is. Um, It's hard or it feels hard to share that and talk about that in community. Mm -hmm. And I just want to encourage people. And I want you to, you know, say whatever's on your mind about that too, Miranda, Mm -hmm that when we share our brokenness, when we share our story, we open up a dialogue that sets other people free. Mm -hmm. And I just want people to know that if you, you know, if you've suffered a loss and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't talk about that because people might judge it, or I shouldn't talk about that because in some way there's a shame around still feeling grief or having that unprocessed trauma. Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you that God will use your broken story to be that healing bomb for someone else. What are your thoughts about that, Mar? Yeah, that's a, in a good way, a heavy, in a good way, like a heavy love right there for your listeners. And I'm just soaking in your words. And I saw even like pictures in a good way of you were saying he'll use the story to heal someone else's brokenness and how um, Jenny, when we get that, when we get it up and out of us in in a beautiful way, it gets to, it gets, there's freedom in that like journaling. Great. But speaking it out it and the, the word that comes to mind, which is surprising is normalizing it. Yeah. And it's a powerful normalizing, not a, um, yeah, weird normalizing, um, normalizing, like my thing, normalizing spiritual breakthrough, you normalize it in a, in a beautiful way so that it, 
it doesn't stay hidden. Um, and there's a way we can, the enemy, I think lies to us when we keep it hidden, like, oh no, something will actually change if I speak it out or just fear and lies. But I saw the picture of like that kind of trauma or uh, the feelings, the impact, the energy in there coming out up and out and God being able to like shine his light on it, use it for his glory, share, like you said, in someone else's breakthrough and be a Mm. part of that. Yes. And there's one more thing it needs to come back to mind, um, with sharing it and getting it out. Um, well, I dropped it, but that's okay. It's coming. But yeah, I, I feel you when you say that, I think it's super, super important to share the pain and share the stories, but also it honors, I guess, in a way the path, you know, you walked in what you've gone through. Yeah. And I think just one caveat that I guess I would add to that is that when you are ready to share your story, make sure you're doing it from a, a safe space where you don't feel like you're like how you feel about that does not depend on someone else's response to you because people will have different reactions to what you share based on where they are. It's always about where they are. It's not anything personal about you. So when I do share about my son or when I do share about anything that's been a traumatic uh, pain point for me, I do that from a place of knowing that God wants me to share it, that it's going to speak to someone else, but I'm not needing somebody else to validate that I'm worthy or that my story has merit. Mm -hmm. So I just, if you're not in that place yet, it's okay not to share until you're ready, but God will let you know. He'll let you know when you're healed enough that it's okay you're safe and you can share that story. Yeah, I agree hundred percent. You'll get that nudge where you're like, I don't think I'm ready. And he's like, you're ready daughter. Yeah. You step out. And you're like, I don't think so, Lord. Or that's how <laughs> yes. I was mostly. No, you are. And on the other side, I had my friends who I could leak, sadly, leak and leak and leak the pain because I wasn't, I uh, didn't have the t- school skill sets and tool sets to be like, how do I manage this? Right. So I was around friends, safe friends that I could be like, I guess, freak out or per se, um, my pain because yeah. journaling was good. Exercising is good. Movement's good prayer, of course. Um, but to have someone be, maybe able to leak out and them not, you know, walk away. Yeah. Reject was really beautiful. Yeah, totally. And Miranda, I know that, you know, through the pandemic, we learned a lot about taking community to the screen, having digital community. And I'm curious, what do you believe makes a strong digital community, or are there any pitfalls or signs of a toxic community that you feel we should be mindful of? Yes. I'm totally honored you to ask just my opinion on this. And again, remember my opinion, my beliefs, Jenny, um, I feel like what makes a strong digital community is, um, a heart and intention and motivation to, to create a culture of honor, integrity, honesty, um, showing up when you say you're going to show up consistency, all these things, by the way, I'm speaking to myself right now, listeners. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, love and freedom, but having that intention and motive, um, I feel like all of our intentions and motives, I just, I don't even know if it's annually or quarterly, the Lord's like, Holy spirit's like, what are your motives here? What are your intentions here? And are they pure? And Hey, if they're not, I'm like, Lord cleanse them. Yes cleanse them because it most likely fear pain what's driving it but when it when we come from a place of um again bunny trail but led of servant and servant leadership servant especially us in business or even home leading homes or community 
um, servant leadership and heart uh, for love and just even just a powerful community, like creating that culture. It's so much better. It's so beautiful. Um, I feel like it's wise and this is so neat. You're bringing this up because I feel like it'd be shortcut for people and, or maybe that's not on their radar yet. So it's wise to be aware of and watch out for signs of toxic digital community. So mm-hmm. is it easy? I, and, and maybe this is signs or not, but here's some questions to ask yourself. Is it easy for me to lay my phone down when I need to, if I need to step away? Um, do I schedule like I do? I, do I schedule technology fast throughout the year? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. How important is balance yeah. here? How about just for cortisol levels, fight or flight, just in yeah. general? Um, and when you're going into, cause we've all seen it. So we're just going to open the door to this. When you're going into conversations with groups you're involved in, or just conversations in general, man, when people have a bad day, they project. And Jenny was just saying how it's not about you, but is this conversation um, purposefully toxic. Like they're trying to guess, like they're trying mm-hmm. to hook me. D- does it, does it, um, you know, how do I say that? How, does it hook me? Does it make me, you know, do I change into a different person when I'm engaging yeah. with this? Just signs to be like, I'm going to step back now and set up really healthy boundaries. Yeah. Um, but how about, do I feel the need to respond? Just last question. Do I feel the need to respond to everything, um, or have an opinion about everything? I need my voice to be heard. And then I just encourage you, if you need that, you know, take it to the coach or take it to your safe group of friends and not vom all over, you know what I mean? Um, Social media. So yeah, those are a few things. I love it. So good. And I think that also, I think we can pay attention to, you know, what does our body feel like if you're, if it's a digital community, when you're finished interacting at, at that time for the day or whatever, do you feel supported? Do you feel held and loved? Or do you feel anxiety, tension, or familiar old feelings that you don't want to feel in your body? I think that it's important to really just pay attention and sit with that. And if you find that that's a pattern, then start to look at, you know, is this the right community? Because there's so many different ways to be in community digitally. And if one place is not for you, there's going to be another place that is, I think. Beautiful. Very beautiful. I think in, in having the, um, self-control or whatever the word is, loving yourself enough to be able to go, okay, I'm going to pull back here and I'm going to relaunch here. But also can we just for a sec, talk about the importance of boundaries, um, and just holding up strong boundaries within it. Cause sometimes you push through, even if tough people, you push through to see if this is where God wants you. And if it's not, oh my goodness, he'll make you, he'll make that known. But also one of the biggest lessons I think of my life this year was how am I managing expectations here? Like, oh man, how am I managing or am I laying down my expectations of how people should meet my needs, should respond to me, Mm -hmm. should act. The word expectations even gets me right now. Just the big lesson of the year. Um, So I think that's just important to note. So good. So good. And is there anything else that we haven't touched on that God is laying on your heart right now? Mm. I feel like maybe just a story because somebody, I love stories, but somebody might find themselves in this. I feel like the power of community would just be like how he worked out something in me. And I don't know if it was rejection or anything, you guys, but um, about two or so years ago, I I just was like, I got the the hint that he was working out something when two different times in a week, two different friends on 
phone calls both basically said um are you like afraid Miranda are you afraid I'm not going to stick around if you mess mm -hmm. up and I was like whoop like you know when your radar goes up we're like yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like what would make you think that but as soon as she asked and then you know it's Melissa and Heidi so as soon as Heidi said that I was like wait a sec I just heard this from Melissa three days ago and it, it was neat Holy Spirit was like pay attention yeah. And I was, I was able, I guess that opportunity was created for me to be honest and take an honest inventory of, I was like, actually, yes, I do into the freedom to be able to talk that through and her who could represent mom, right. Who could represent yeah. dad, but definitely mom in this point was like, oh, she's like, I'm not going anywhere. Both of them at separate times from their mouths. I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And I, I, you know, I cried after that, after it takes a little bit, sometimes to let the body process the mind and the heart, but I like cried. And I was like, Oh Lord, I was believing this lie. So if that's not the story of like the power of community and what God could do through yeah. other women, I don't know what is, but that was finally, that's the final thing that was on my heart. Well, that was definitely Holy spirit led because I am tearing up and I just want to um, add to that for my ladies who are listening to this and like me, you've been through, or maybe you're walking through right now, an estrangement with your adult daughter. The story that Miranda just told can absolutely be uh, relevant to you if you have felt deep rejection from your daughter. And I know that for me, when that happened, I felt like if this person who I felt this really close bond with this female who I had thought I was closer to than any other female in my life, probably, um, maybe with the exception of my mother. But if this person could dislike who I am at my core, if she could reject me in the way that it felt like she was rejecting me at that time, then I don't want to get close to anybody because anybody is going to leave. If she would cut that, you know, that tie with me, then anybody is going to hurt me. And there, you know, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe the, you know, the book or the, the, yeah, the book of me is better than the movie of me was sort mm -hmm. of the, the sentiment there. So for my women who are listening to this and, and you are walking through that or have walked through that with your adult daughter, just be aware that that is, it's a valid trauma. It's a valid wound and you deserve to process that. And it does not mean that other women are necessarily going to repeat that pattern. You just need to be in the right community of safe souls. Yes. That's beautiful, Jenny. Oh, it's speaking to so many hearts right now. Permission, right? Permission to explore that. You get permission to explore that. Amen. Mm -hmm. It is just always so good. I get so excited when you're on the calendar. I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good because- God always shows up in such a mighty way when you and I get together. And I truly hope that this has blessed some people. I believe that it will. And before we go, I want you to let us know, what are you working on for your people right now? Where can our listeners get more of you or what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yes. Thank you, Jenny. I was just thinking too, I'm like, well, we could go on for hours and that would be a really long podcast. <laughs> so we're going to cut it off. I seriously was thinking that, oh, I want to talk more. I'm actually, this was healing for me. So thank you, God. Um, yes. I'm actually working on an audio course. It's not out yet. Um, how to uh, hear from God and connect with God and hear from Holy spirit, just because if people can't are unable to coach and I just love 
okay, let me finish. If they're not unable to coach with me, they'll have an audio course and just get to walk through that with mm. um, a workbook. And I'm so excited, but I had to mention that just to give it validation and speak it out of my mouth for the first time. So it'll be ready in about a month. Um, they can find me at recalibrating hearts podcast and Miranda Wendler.com, my website. Um, yes, I just love, um, connecting with you, Jenny, and just walking this walk and be on this platform. It's an honor. And I just pray we, this has been stewarded. Well, I believe a lot of healing fruit, right? Even if we don't see it on this side of heaven, a lot of healing fruit is going out. So thank you, Jenny. Thank you so much, Mer. I am sure that I will have you back soon. And, um, I hope that God blesses this new endeavor. I think that course sounds amazing. I might get in line to buy it, even though we we still coach from time to time, but it just sounds amazing. And who cannot use something to help them hear from God better? Because mm-hmm. I think so many of us are not using that muscle enough and we, we want to hear from God and we're praying, but then we sometimes question, is that me mm-hmm. thinking this, or is that Holy spirit telling me something? So I love that you're doing that work and I, I hope that God blesses it. And I know that he will. Thanks, Jenny. Take care, Mer. Bye. Hey, Sister Mom. Thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who can be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, You are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.